Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we are going to talk today because I just put in an order for a bunch of needles about buying in bulk. Yep. And how you can do this effectively and like what's good to buy in bulk and maybe what you shouldn't buy in bulk and then what to do when all your bulk stuff arrives at your house and how to handle that, right? Okay. So, um first of all, let's just start out with the perfect it's the perfect bulk item. Needles. I think it is. It's the perfect thing. I think it is. Let's pretend. They need to change all the time. Let's pretend you're like, I want to buy more things in bulk. Like, this is a goal of yours. This is the perfect thing because they're so small. Okay. There you go. Okay, so we're buying. Now, it's going to look really expensive. Okay. Up front, it looks very expensive. Oh, for sure. Even for. Well, because it's 100 needles at a time, right? Yes, but even for you and me, who are like, we're used to buying. Like needles, I was even like, whoo ha!" You know, that's a, that's a lot of needles, and that's a lot of money. <laughs> so, but we've done this before, and we've used them. Yes, and we, and now we're out. Right. Okay. Uh, so normally you can buy needles in like a five pack. Sometimes maybe like a ten pack. Sometimes they have those. But, yeah. Uh, and they, then sometimes they had that like multi pack that had like several sizes like, in like it. The, they'll be on a card a yeah they'll be on a card yeah and have a sample of several yeah. packs and sometimes that's a pretty good deal yeah so the type of needle we were buying in bulk and this is the type of needle we would buy in bulk is microtex needles mm-hmm. so we just got size 70s 80s and 90s right it is a needle we often use as just like a default well, needle. we used to buy a lot of universals yeah in bulk. yeah exactly and this sort of it's is kind of micro has come universal to us. Microtex is the new universal. In a way. I mean, it's a very sharp needle. I right. I, 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 I grab it a lot. Yeah. Especially when I question, I have a question of what am I going to use, I will grab the Microtex needle first. It's just, a, it ends right. up working on a lot of things. Now, 
the opposite of a microtext needle, a ballpoint needle. Right. That ends up being, it's like, oh, I'm going to use a microtext. Or maybe I need right. a big old top stitch needle yeah, or something. Old, a big old fat denim needle. Right. Yeah. You know, something like that. But uh, then the microtext, their piercing power is so nice. Mm-hmm. So we just ordered 300 needles. <laughs> I guess what we did. <laughs> and... You know, I think on Amazon they're around sixty to seventy dollars a piece for um, for a hundred for a hundred uh-huh. of them, but that kind of makes sense, right? Because they are normally about a dollar a needle. I think when you buy yeah. a card, yeah, but this, you know, a, a card of needles is five or six dollars, and you right? can split them with a friend. If you you if could you split them with a lot of people, where, right? Where you're like, oh right. my, this is kind of a big investment, and you just want fifty or you you know even twenty right. or something like that. You could split them up, and it does reduce the packaging it does. amount for the needles. That's true. Also, you order a hundred of them, and they. 150 of these needles, I'm gonna be able to hold them in one hand. I know. They're so it's such it's a funny. small package. Yeah, it's like a pack of mints. Yes, it is. You know. And we reuse those little containers yeah, too. We do. Um for other things. It's like a slidey outy drawer kind of thing. And we do get the Schmetz. You could probably buy bulk needles. It, well, that's all brand. I've ever been able to find bulk, so uh, I don't know. I can see I'm some sure there's other others. Ones. I'm sure there's others. But they are the ones I trust. They're the ones I know. Yes, they, right. they're the ones that we really They're the ones we know. That we really trust. So that this bulk purchase Aside from maybe the price being a little bit of a shock, it's one of the easiest bulk purchases. Right. Well, any times you buy, any time you buy in bulk, you know you are getting a better price per item or you know per unit, say. Uh-huh. But you usually have to put out more money. Got to put out more money mm-hmm. up front. Got to put out more space usually, but not needles. Not don't with the take needles. Up a lot okay, of space. but here's right. the deal. We're saying, oh, these needles don't take up a lot of space. And I'm right. like, you need a place for your needles because you do not want to lose you need your $70 a place. Yeah, worth of you, needles. You want to go, my needles are here and no one touches them and they're mine. And, you know, this is my needle special place. We even did uh, one part of the ZigZag Live broadcast is you talking about how we store our needles. Mm-hmm. And it only takes up. You know, one drawer. Right. Uh, it's not even a whole drawer. Yeah. It's not even the whole drawer. It's a little space. But do, if if you're someone who, maybe you have like little kids running around right. because the playroom is the I mean, what we and, really had them in is like a tackle box. A ta- and it's not the biggest tackle box. Right. It's like the one they sort of, like, what would you say this is? Like eight by ten or something? I don't know. But uh, what, what, what say you? Eight by ten? Oh, you know. I could even measure it. You're far away from your microphone. People are going to get mad at me. Uh, but you can... Well, they get mad Ma- at you, not me. Ma- Mom thinks it's really important that you know the exact size of this tackle box. <laughs> ten and a half ten inches. And, ten and a half by... Seven. Seven. Okay. So little, that's close. Just a little off. But if, if you are storing these someplace, do keep them in a safe place because losing a five-pack of needles... You know, maybe right. in your mind wouldn't be such a big deal, but if you lose a hundred pack that has like ninety-seven more needles in it, right. you might be upset. So make sure there's a spot. Now, this these needles kind of show us the challenges. Now, when oh. we, I'm sorry, but when we said that was the size of the space of the needles, those are all sizes of needles. It's not just those three packs. That's right. <laughs> just so to we've be got clear. all the different right. styles and sizes, right. and you can look in the Zigzagger broadcast. Right. I think it was like January. Of yeah, the I year think we showed it where we did uh, uh, something about the sewing space. Right. So 
what else, though, when you buy 100 yards of fabric, mm-hmm. that's going to take up a lot of space, no mm-hmm. matter how thin the fabric is. Even though is. I've done it. Okay, we, do, we do have done We've it before. We've done it a lot. Uh, but I wouldn't. This is something that I probably wouldn't buy in what I would call bulk. I, I certainly wouldn't buy a whole bolt or a whole roll of fabric if I did not have a specific intention for it. That's right. Yeah. Um, or that something that I reused over and over. Like we used to buy that specific drapery lining uh-huh. like at the sh- when we at had the, the shop. shop because we did embroidery samples on it. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, and we used it for other things too. But we knew we were going to use that over and over and over again. You know, outside of a professional setting, I don't think I would buy... Unless you're making 30 costumes. Well, right. So right. I'm calling that professional. And, and, and well, I'm, yeah. You know, because sort of. And knowing your intention. Because I even think about jeans. Right. And I'm like, well, I if I bought, tw- so a bolt to me, like your minimum mm-hmm. on a bolt generally would be like 25 yards, 20 yards, something like that. Okay. Well, depending on, depending that's on the what lowest. kind of fabric, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the lowest yeah. you're going to Some quilting cottons you can get 15. 15 but, yeah. But. That's still a lot of fabric. Like right. if I'm gonna make, but but it's a lot. You know, if you do have a family of seven, you're gonna make everybody jeans. Hey, it might work out. Right. Uh, but even then, I probably want my jeans. I want to like a blue pair, maybe two blue pairs. Well, that's and two it. Black do you want them all something. the same? Yeah. Do exactly. I want everything the same? Now, this used to happen, of course, when you could get fabric on sale, and then everybody in the family had the same mm-hmm. dress on, right? And they were willing to wear it. Yeah, because that's right. what there was. Yes. But. Uh, Fabric, well, the reason we don't buy it in bulk like that is for kind of those aesthetic reasons. Well, another reason and is it is bulk. That's it's, right. It takes up a lot of space. So let me tell you a dot sequence story. Yes. So doing, One of many. Doing costumes, <laughs> right? And I don't remember what we were doing, but we planned the, you know, the season for the show choir. Yeah. And I bought pink dot sequin and blue dot sequin. And green dot sequin. Yep. And I believe I bought two bolts of each, which was 120 yards of each. Oh, my. Oh, no, maybe, maybe it was 60 yards 60 of yards each. Of, yeah, okay. 30, 30 yards of bolt, I guess. Okay. okay. So fine and dandy. Then he canceled that number. Oh, my. Okay. We canceled that number. We did something else. So I have six bolts of dot sequin. <laughs> okay. At the time, we were still building on the like onto this house. In yes. fact, did not have the studio yet. Right. Okay. Where can you store dot sequin? Well, I can't store it in my attic because my attic is not unregulated. It, right. Right. Yeah. It, yeah, I would come and the, all the dot, all the dots would, all the be, on the floor would be on the floor because yeah. they're glued. You yeah. know. So I had to take space in my personal walk-in closet <laughs> and put this fabric in there. Now, two years later, right? Yeah. Yay, we did Sam Sam the pants are too long and I got to make 30 pairs of too long pants for people right. out of dot sequin. But and certainly that was an incentive to make them out of yes, dot sequin. Right. You know, but we still have some. We do. And so And that was 20 years ago. Fabric so, can, you know, fabric can go bad. Yes, it can. So Especially another, natural fibers. It can. Yes. But I think our biggest, one's biggest deterrent from buying the whole bolt, mm-hmm. unless you got a plan for it, right. but just like for fun. Because, I mean, with the needles, they're not going to go bad. They don't right. take a lot of, you know, space to store, et cetera. But with the fabric, 
if you don't have the proper place to store it, let's pr- say you're going to move even That's or right. something like that, then you could be in real big trouble. But, and I mean, we have our silk separated from other things. So I wanted, we, you know, I wanted to bring and that up. the light doesn't, you know, it's it's sort of enclosed, but it has an airy place. We do all that stuff. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to bring up because right. the silk we own, the fur we own, is in its own container sort of thing in this wire, these wire cubes, and it's got a sheet over it, mm-hmm. so dust, light. But it gets air. It's out of there, but it's got air, so that's good. And we didn't buy those things in bulk. We're just not using them right no, away. No, those aren't even in bulk. No. Those are were, you know, pieces left over or not used for or special some, things. You know, that we bought them and they you, didn't get or, used yeah. or something happened. Yes, right. so that's not even particularly bulk. Right. But that is what it would... might be a few pieces that I just saw and thought were like fabulous right. too, and said I better buy this. I'll want it someday. And I think some of the bulk things here in our studio, they really have to do with us having been business. Owners. A lot of it is because yeah. you're in the business. Like Correct. we have this interfacing. Yeah, someone like, gave yes. us, and we got like two right. bolts of it. I mean, that's not necessary for your typical, no, no. you know, home sewer. Like if maybe if you have a small business doing something, maybe. Uh, so you know, you don't need to. By generally, you don't need to be us. That's for yeah. Sure. You don't yeah. need to buy like fabric right. in bulk. Um, one other thing that we'll cover that we think that you shouldn't buy in bulk before we take a break are certain glues, glues. and aerosols, especially yes, right? Because they will de aerosol easily. De-aerosol. Glues, so you- glues will get air in them and harden once you open them, or even if you don't open them. Because we've had paint that's never, you know. Yeah. A lot of times, art, we're talking about art Art, art, art supplies. Paint, right. And paint also can't freeze. That's, that's right. That's another thing. Usually, it, getting warm isn't as bad as freezing. So, when we would buy, even as a store, if we'd get a case of, like, aerosols in, mm-hmm. I'd only order one case at right. a time because I wanted... You fresh wanted stuff, fresh. you know. Right. So it even as a store, I wasn't ordering in right. a ton of things. Um, so I would right. never. You didn't want a back room full of aerosol. It was no. all out on the shelves. And so, f- at, from making our transition from being store owners to you know sewing at home and doing all of this stuff at home and not having to stock as much stuff, um, needles will still buy in bulk, but aerosols right. were like, oh, we're buying one at a time. Right. You know, this is and. And I can see the price difference because maybe we can't get it wholesale or maybe we can't get it, you know, at a discount for buying bulk. But I'm like, you know, it's worth it because I don't want to buy something and just have it go bad, you know. Um, no, I'm not saying we don't have a ton of glue <laughs> compared to your average well, we're not bear. Saying glue didn't go bad on us once you know, in a while. We, we, uh, yes, that too. And part of it, a part that of too. that I think too is making sure you have it in a place where you know where it is. Right. The usage. You yes. know, if you buy things and you don't know where they are, that's wasted money. Yeah, try to have a space, you know, for things. And it doesn't have to be perfect, and it doesn't have to be, you know, Pinterest-worthy, and there's a succulent next to it and stuff like that. But if you have a spot, and you know that that's where you're... you're that was pretty funny, a succulent next to it, yes. That was this, in yeah. that was in one of our zines. That was in the... Well, sometimes zine. when I see those organizational things, and I'm like, well, this is nice, but... Now you have another problem, yeah. right? They create another problem. I'm I'm so over like 
cute. The it's called the millennial aesthetic. I think oh, yeah. I'm a, and I'm a millennial, but like everything's white and clean uh-huh. and stuff. And it's like it's just not my life's not like that all the time. And I've even done a lot of decluttering. Yeah, but my house still has a lot of like color and right a little bit of crap in it. You know, uh, right. So, <laughs> and that's well, okay. it's you know you're you're not oh you don't always have your house ready for show. And when I say show, it's what the realtor would call it. Right, right. You know, of course not. We don't want to talk about, like, the dirty, you know, washcloth sitting on the counter or whatever that happens to get there despite you, like, removing it 15 times Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, a house is to be lived in. Right. So, you know, as long as if your spot is a little unconventional, right. don't worry. Just put all the glue there so you know where to label, go. Label, oh, label, label, label. Yes. So you have a bucket of glue or you have a box of glue or whatever you have. Label, label, label. And once again, we don't think that's something that you should buy a lot of right. ahead of time. Unless you know, okay, I'm going to be rhinestoning 50 costumes. Right. Boom. Get yourself some. Right. Get yourself a lot of glue. Okay. Well, and you know, sometimes maybe you do want two tubes of glue and not one because you don't want to run out sure. while you're rhinestoning in the middle right. of the project. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. Let's take a quick break. Hey, ZD. Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. We're oh, we're back. gonna we're gonna continue with glue and rubber stuff. So anything with glue, anything with rubber. So elastic. Yeah. So we buy elastic in bulk and we use it up. 
as just I mean, we use it typical up. civilians. Right. But <laughs> if anybody's ever had that swimming suit that they didn't have for two years and then they pulled it out and they stretched the waistband and it went <laughs> and there was no you know, the rubber disintegrated. Right. You know, its half life is fast, apparently. That's right. Or faster than we'd like it to be. So be careful about things like elastic, and I love last elastic on hand. Yeah, we keep we order spools of it, and right. actually we messed up. We thought we were out. We actually ordered an extra. We no problem. I've, I've been I've been using it like crazy since. No, so. we it didn't right. bug us at all. We no. were like, oh no, this is gonna go bad now. Right, you know, it was fine. Right, and then anything that may have a glue or an adhesive on it. And this could be like a Pellon interfacing, an iron-on interfacing. Wonder tape, water tape, stuff. Um, stabilizers that you use in embroidery. Yes. Anything like that. And also water-soluble stabilizers. Yeah, water-soluble. I want to yeah. bring that up. Yeah. Anything that when exposed to air or moisture tends to start to lose its characteristics, mm-hmm. right? Um, glue will fall off. Glue right. will be, you know, it, it dries out, it becomes brittle, and goes away. That's what happens to the uh, um, water soluble. The, especially the, well, I mean, it happens maybe a little faster with the thinner stuff. Like right, the, the thinner it is because it has less moisture in it. And I remember mm-hmm. some people, like, giving us, I think right. someone had died, and they were like, we just want to give you this stabilizer. And I was like, okay. Yeah. You know, and I was like, well, just take off your hands. We'll use what we can in yeah. class and stuff. You know, that's fine. And, um, and some of the water-soluble stuff. Right. Maybe not the whole tube was bad, but like the end, right? The end that was get cut. bad or whatever, yes. right? Because you, what, what, what air does is it dries things out, or it adds moisture. I mean, it, I shouldn't say or; it does both. It does both because your air changes. Now I will, or say, at least though, it does here. Like some places, some places are always okay. moist, and some places are always dry. But we have both. But. Here's the deal. My God, the sun is. I out. know. I I was. Uh, the sun I is out. We up. have not had the sun for a long time. I I was like. I'm sitting here podcasting. Yeah, and the sun is coming and right I got through. Shocked. Right through our. I, um, I'm turning and I see blue sky. Okay, right. you're not supposed to talk about the weather. It's like a rule. Oh it's, really? Yeah, like no one else cares is the rule. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> I was needing some sunshine, guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's finish this podcast up so we can go outside. No. Okay. So, the thing about bulk, though, is if you buy a bulk, like a huge bolt of one of these types of stabilizers it could degrade however if you were to come across being able to buy it in bulk in individual rolls that helps perhaps you would feel more comfortable if they were sealed up Mm -hmm. okay so there is that caveat however talk about some space okay like yeah storing a bunch of stabilizer or losing it and forgetting what you have yes that is too that's a big possibility unless you have a good spot i think we sold stabilizer Oversold stabilizers, so people would come in and go, yes. "Oh, I need that," and I'm like, "I no, need you that," don't. and then I'm, I would say, "I just sold this to you last yeah. week." You did, I, yeah. Maybe you want to check, and we could check what people had bought right. in our store. No, people. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know if any of you, dear listeners, have ever gone to a stabilizer selling event, but <laughs> <laughs> they were often described in the industry. And I love stable. I mean, I like yeah. the companies who really care about their stabilizer, right. and they make our, our embroidery lives easier. And it's wonderful, but yeah, people would just be like, "Oh, that's the event where people buy a bunch of stabilizer they already have, and they or or they don't know what it is." That was always the big thing too, right? So uh, anyway, be careful buying that in bulk. Once again, if you've got the space for it, good. Feel a place where it can be, you know, easily 
accessed. Otherwise, you'll just keep going to the store right. for it. So most of the t- things we are talking about today, too, are things that you use up. You know, yeah. we're not talking about, well, go out and buy six pairs of, sh- you know, sewing shears unless you want, you know, you have a station for six pairs right. of sewing shears. Right. You know, we're talking about things that get used. Consu- basically, they're consumables. Yes. You know, one thing I do sell in bulk, sort of, I consider it bulk on our website, is the the easy check snap and slide tape measure. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> from a business person perspective, I sell it in bulk because it doesn't cost a lot extra to ship right. more than one. And I have to buy a lot of them right. to get them shipped here. And it's something people can share easily with their well, friends. It's also a, it's a good gift. It's a good gift. And yes. we like them in different I have one in my bathroom. Sure. But okay. I, you, know, you know, yeah. I it's do not like I only have one. A lot of people end right. up buying them in bulk around yes. the holiday season. Right. So that's right. just another sort yeah. of uh, thing there. Okay. But another thing that if you come across <clears throat> to buy in bulk, we think that is a good idea are snaps and closures. Any kind of closure you might want. Um, <laughs> I would hate to have to get out and go to the store for one little dinky winky little snap you also though might <laughs> it would drive me crazy buried in buttons like we are right oh now. my gosh we're buried in buttons <laughs> uh we need the button holloway people those of you familiar with the situation might know that i bought out the inventory of a shop that had a bunch of buttons right we have a lot of buttons i was just thinking so if people make online orders maybe they should get like what some dot sequin and some buttons <laughs> They definitely should get some buttons. <laughs> Maybe that'll I'll be a, pa- I can a pa- I can pack those suckers up right That's now. Right. I can start doing that. That's right. Yeah. Uh, some some of them are kind of heavy, but anyway, yes, we have. So we have a lot. I'll of pack them. up the light buttons. Okay, except I wanted to put buttons on that shirt one time, and I couldn't find them. No, that yeah. And I was like, no, they're here. What's somewhere. really awful is when you have a truckload of something. And, and and whatever you have doesn't quite and work you had for told you. Me where they were, and then I rem- I yeah. did remember eventually, but I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot go buy buttons. I, I know, I, not with the amount of buttons we have. Uh, and the same thing happens with us with zippers. That's right. So we have lots of zippers. We let we will buy zippers in bulk. We have zippers left over from when we had a store. Well, not many. Um, but what happens is I'm like, what do you mean I don't have a zipper that works for this right or what the zipper i had in mind that's that's when that's when Mallory and i have gotten into how you dye zippers and that's right all that kind of stuff dye because a zipper just that's use right. invisible zipper that's uh, right. you know on everything but, all the time i mean if i saw zippers and they were a buck a piece i'd be buying them okay and then you can buy zippers quote unquote in bulk when they're you buy a bunch of zipper tape. Right. We buy we buy the rolls. The yes. tapes I mean that's the way we usually purchase. So that's another yeah. way to buy zippers. But in if bulk. I went in and there were like it was a store and they say had their parka zippers on sale and they were two dollars a piece, I might pick out some that I thought I liked. And, and spend that money up. and take them home and put them in my zipper box. Yeah, as long I mean I don't think that zippers are a thing someone would like hang in a window or something, and they're easier to put in a box. But this again, is where, they're not huge. Yeah, this right. is this is where you do need to store stuff out of the light. Yes, because uh, it could break right. down a plastic zipper or something like that. It's easier to store though than like a bolt right. of fabric. And I guess the reason one reason we're talking about this too is 
the way Mallory and I like to sew uh-huh. is we just think something up and go up into our studio. We don't we don't go hit the store. No. You know, um, I always think it's funny when they ask me, do you need thread for that? Uh, yeah. Oh, do you need a matching <laughs> spool of thread? I mean, it's a good question. No, I'm not, I'm not making fun of anybody, question, but I do. I'm but like, I feel like I saying, know. I bet I could give you one. Yeah. I was like, listen, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, yes, I was in a, a home goods store. And whenever I see like a small retail store, my heart always right little pitter pat. Yeah, like, I'm like maybe I can buy something from or them. Yeah, I'm like these poor people. Yeah, they're I working so hard for so little. Yeah. You know, uh, but they're they're selling goods that are like kind of sustainable and stuff. And but they did have some really cool textiles, and she was kind of trying to sell them to me. And I said, I really can't buy anything made of fabric. Right. I I was like I would it would be really silly of me. Right. You know? Hence that knitted trivet, which we'll discuss on another podcast. Uh, so anyway, we um, we do like to have our tools at hand. And, you know, I I was thinking about this podcast and this buying in bulk and everything. And I knit. I don't crochet a lot, but I do knit. And I don't think that I was always coached very well when I was buying yarn. Oh, and like okay. the amount? Yes, because mm-hmm. now... What I want to do, like if I want to knit a sweater, you need six, seven, oh, yeah. nine balls of Don't yarn. Don't buy two. And yeah. I didn't want to go in and say, oh, I kind of like that color. I'm going to buy right. nine of them. You know, but mm-hmm. I like the color. Oh, okay. But now I do have to find a project for those things. Right. And I think knitting is a little different for me in that I believe from now on, I will only buy yarn if I have a project in mind. Well, and whereas with fabric, yeah. I am so set up. Well, and I think for I think, a different thing. Yeah, and I, I think I think this addresses this that you have to. We we all have to sit down and analyze how we work, how we want to work. You know, right? Or, or what? Or what are we going to do in the future, or whatever? Because. We're all different. Yes. No, you know, we all I mean, if styles. I had a ton load of quilting cotton, what would I do with it? No, exactly. Because all I do is make like jeans pockets out of it. There you go. Yeah, you know, or, or oh. line a purse. But you know, I don't make I don't make quilts. And we we do kind of have some quilting cotton we, left no, over. No, we have some. <laughs> right. But it does sit there longer than some other things right. I can think of. Uh, let's talk about thread. The definitely thread. Okay. Um, I can't stand it. I couldn't stand it if I didn't have thread. I'd go crazy. If thread and needles, gotta have thread and needles. So I would feel comfortable buying a polyester thread yes. in bulk. Yes. Because of the type of sewing we do, That's we right. kind of default to the polyester. Like That's right. I would go, I'd call buying five black serger threads bulk. Okay. Okay. Maybe okay. Yeah. Ten. Whatever. Well, we buy I, five black, five blue, and five red. I would and five, do it. Yes. Yes. We you have know, a, we have plenty of surgery threads. I and we've done a whole podcast on and we have thread. then we have and that's just the regular surgery thread. Then we have the stretch thread. That's right. Yes. But in terms of like cotton quilting thread and cotton in, uh, or or rayon or any yeah. silk usually goes first. Right. I mean those things disintegrate with light air. Heat. So you don't you know, want to buy. They just disintegrate even if you're taking good care of them. Yeah. You don't want to buy like a huge box of those with no plan. Right. Now, maybe you need a huge box right. at some point. And, well, you if know. you're a big quilter and that's yeah. what you use, get it. Go, go, go. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm thinking these sulky blendables, you know, that right. we kind of use occasionally. Now, when we say 
When we say that these natural fibers degrade, I'm not saying it takes three days. No. Okay. It, it, but you well, all the other can thing, have this be- sewing hobby for decades. And the other thing, because they degrade so easily with the elements, you need to be more aware. Definitely don't hang your um, thread, you know, in the light. Actually, you know, the thing about a spool wreck I don't really like. Uh-huh. Because dust gets on your thread, and there are dust mites that eat your thread. Yum, yum, yum. Okay, yummy. Yeah. I mean, s- cover your spool rack. Right. And when we had spool racks, that we, we did. We had like we, we had did. like big pieces of shower we curtain that shower went over them. On yeah, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, thread, depending on the thread, isn't too terrible to store a lot of the time, but uh, you can get really cool storage solutions yes, for yes. a thread uh, yeah. that that are that is one place where it's nice to get something sort of specific mm-hmm. because of these spools. now we and now we have the room and we have a lot in um basically bookshelves right now, yes which has worked out really well for the us bookshelves are working nicely. but we also have some in drawers yeah and we have some in boxes that's right so but if you have the opportunity to like clear boxes, yeah. If you have the yeah. opportunity to stock up, but maybe this is something else we should uh, talk about. Beware when you're given the opportunity to buy bulk. Ask yourself, why is this thing available in a large quantity at a discounted price? Is it because it's from a wholesaler and that's okay? Am I getting pricing like that? Or is this someone's old crap right. that hasn't been well taken care of and is being put forth in maybe not the best way? And that's when you inherit inherit things or you see them in a garage sale. You know, it might not, the quality may have, it's past its time maybe. Yeah, or yeah. even, I mean, sometimes in a store, if you see something on sale and you're like, oh, now's the time to stock up, like mm-hmm. make sure it's not some like old thing or exactly. if it has an expiration it date can on really it be old. or yeah. something like that, you know, feel those tubes of glue, right. uh, feel right. the paint, you know, tubes, feel, feel the, uh, you know, I don't know if you can really like take thread off and break it. That's probably not legal. They probably won't let you do that. Uh, feel the fabric or do you see that the fabric is sun faded and that's why or, you can buy the whole bowl. Or has a crock line. Does everybody, yeah. everybody know what a crock line is? So a crock line is usually where the fabric's been folded and elements have done something to it. They've either made it darker, lighter, or that discolored, discolored in some way or that, that fold is in there for the duration. Forever. So it's fine if maybe if you want to use that fabric on either side of that fold, uh-huh. but you may not be able to get that particular um, disfigurement That's right. <laughs> out of it. That's right. And so, you know, we have like power mesh, you know, and I do offer it at a bit of a discount when you like get more and, uh, and things like that. But I, I don't know if that's necessarily bulk, you know. Well, uh, you know, I overbuy fabric on purpose. Uh-huh. Okay. The le- well, in fact, I know someone that, you know, used some fabric of mine and they cut something out wrong and they <laughs> needed more of it. So <laughs> buying extra fabric is not always... I, you know, if I need, I, I, I rarely buy less than two yards or well, three yards of something. Extra and bulk, though, yeah. there's I a think difference. there's a difference there's there. A, yes. Although we wind up with a lot of fabric. Yes, we do. Yeah. 
I yes. sometimes I think I'm going to use it all up. I'm like, oh. Sometimes I think I won't ever buy any till I use enough to make the space for more. But that's sometimes you work. think that. Yeah. But oh my, when I made that circle yeah. skirt for my friend, I was like, oh, this stuff. We're never going to wear this. This right. is not something we want to make like clothes for ourselves right. out of. I'm going to use up all this fabric, and I was left with like a half a yard. <laughs> I was like, I can't just throw this away. You know, I was like, I have to roll this back up and put it back on the shelf. Why couldn't I have used it all? So anyway, it was kind of funny. All right. Well, we hope that that, you know, tells you if you're interested in stocking up on something, stock up on some things. Right. Maybe don't stock up on everything. Don't get stuck with too much stuff that you can't manage. Just if, don't get excited. It's not a good deal if it's not right for you. Yeah. Or if it, if your space is going to be so overwhelmed that you can't work You know in what it. we didn't talk about? No. Beads. Oh. Because they're I bought in bulk. Yeah, it's yeah, I guess it's one thing I wanted to say because they come in bulk. They do. So I would have a way to store them. I would think about how I'm going to. Like your get, custom bead cabinet? Yeah, I do have a custom bead cabinet. That we but what I'm saying is, you know, too. when you know you're going to have those things left over, have it, make a place for them. Right. That's right. what I would say. No, that's that's very that's very good advice. Or maybe even you know someone you can pass them. Well, on that's to. right too. You know, uh, there's always the Girl Scouts. You know, I, I'm trying whatever. to kind of grow that like local network a little mm-hmm. bit more because I want some things secondhand sometimes, or I want. Sometimes I don't. I'm a little traumatized right. by that sometimes, but uh, occasionally, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I wouldn't mind having one of those if. I don't want to buy it new, you know, or if somebody had some of that, I would take it off their hands, you know. And so I'm trying to grow that a little bit, you know, locally. Uh, anyway, but good good point about the beads. If you need pink and blue and black beads for a project and you buy them in the tubes, right. depending on your project, I guess. But you, you, you will end up with some leftover. Yes, possibly, you will. Highly. Probably. Probably. Even if you do that really tightly. Yeah, because then you'll probably have to buy two things of them. Yeah, and then you'll have some. You won't have quite. You know, one tube won't be enough. You have to buy whatever, or string, or whatever yanks, or whatever you buy them in. Hanks, Hanks, Yanks. Yanks. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a Yankee. I know you know what a Hank is. I know, (laughs) which makes that even funnier. That is funny. (laughs) You're the one who taught me. I yank the Hank. You do yank the Hank. You do yank the Hank. I remember you like telling me. When you carried beads at the shop, you're like, this is a hank of beads. You know, you told me what it was. Okay, well, uh, thank you all for listening. Let us know if you've gotten any good bulk deals on something, if there's anything you're buying in bulk. But needles, definitely, if you're, you know, wanting to make sure you're all stocked up and good to go, those are a good thing to go for, like we started with. All right, ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, yeah. 